0: Hi there and welcome to episode 31 of the T21 mom podcast. My name's Mary and I'll be your host. Each episode we'll talk about life, Down syndrome, mamahood, single parenting and pretty much everything in between. I have a daughter named Ainsley and she's seven years old and rockin an extra chromosome also known as Down syndrome and I am living life my way and today as always my friend Ron joins me.
1: Hey, Mary, how is it going in these troubled times?
0: I still say I'm awesome.
1: Excellent. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So we are talking to some really wonderful people today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they started a project and it's worked out very well for them. And what is that project?
0: Oh, I'm so excited to share today's episode with our listeners. We're going to talk to John and Mark Cronin of John's Crazy Socks. And they are going to talk about how they built John's love of socks into a prosperous business.
1: Let's go talk to Mark and John.
0: Okay, let's go. Today on the T21 Mom podcast, I am so excited to have on today's show, the co-founders of John's Crazy Socks, John and Mark Cronin. Welcome. How How are you? How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. That's I, great. And how are you guys doing?
2: I'm pretty good. How, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm awesome.
3: you too much Friends
2: You do that pretty good.
0: That's awesome. Well, last year I was so excited to meet both of you while you were visiting at the DSRF. That's one of our favorite places. And you know, they just put out a little magazine, and they called you guys the Socks Baron. Um, and you know, for those who aren't really familiar with your story, can you tell us a little bit about you? Um,
3: I'll, I'll, oh, all the back. Uh, well, before we tell where we got started, what's the name of our company? Shocking Socks. What's <laughs> our mission? Spread happiness. Spread and happiness. I love it, that. It's, it's, whose idea was it?
2: My idea. Your
3: idea. So you know, what what we've created here is a social enterprise. Mm-hmm. We have a social mission of showing what people with differing abilities can do.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: We have a business mission of showing what people with differing abilities can do in business. And they feed off of each other. We sell socks. And that you know, socks make manifest our mission.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, they make people happy. Right? So that's what we do. That's who we are.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. So how did John's Crazy Socks start and when and how did it start?
4: I, I
2: fall all back. Uh, I love Captain Elwood.
3: Right, it started in a small log cabin in the woods. <laughs> no. It uh, started in I, the I, fall. I'll tell this part. Of started in the fall of 2016.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and where were you? I'm in school. you were in school. What school? Hunting has to attack Right. So down here in the States, a student with a disability mm-hmm. can stay in the public school system until he or she turns 21. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was going to be John's last year of school. Okay. Right? And like everybody else, you were trying to figure out. What do I do next, right? Right. And what were you looking at? I like a job, program, and school. See anything you liked? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> See anything you liked, right? You would work for me before in an office? I did. And where else did you work? I work at a day camp behind a kitchen. Right. So he had worked before, but he couldn't find anything he liked. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a reality both here in the States and in Canada. hmm There are of great opportunities for people with different abilities. You kind of finish school and then we call it the twenty-one year old cliff.
0: Yes. You know,
3: you're, you're healthy, you've been educated, and now nothing. Um well John, you're a natural entrepreneur, right? Yes. He he saw a problem and he said, I've got a solution. And what do you tell me? I want to be with my dad. He comes and says, "I want to go into business with you, Dad." <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm pretty cool,
2: Dad.
3: Right? I've got I've got three sons. John's the youngest of the three, mm-hmm. and he's one I can work with. <laughs> so, <laughs> but then we had to come up with an idea, right?
2: I did.
3: What was your first idea? A fun store. A fun store.
0: What's a fun store, yeah. John?
3: You. You try to explain it. It's three and a half years, but right? I still have no idea. I pay, I pay good luck. Oh, you want to pay with good looks? Yes. <laughs> you have no idea what a fun story is. <laughs> Who's the next idea?
2: A uh, food truck. Um, I got it from the movie Chef,
3: Chef Farrow, a movie about Father Zabininia. Right. So a uh, food truck sounded like a fun idea. And they were all the rage in a lot of cities here mm-hmm. in the States, right?
0: Same here. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: Same up there. Huh?
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, and here's something you could try at home, right? Go and tell your friends and your family you're thinking of starting a food truck. Mm-hmm. Everybody will tell you what you should make. And you got to tell them, you know, get your own food truck. Yeah. <laughs> we were having some fun figuring this out until we ran into a problem. We can
0: cook. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a little bit of a problem if you Set want to do a food it. truck.
3: The food truck was not to be. <laughs> okay. But then, right before Thanksgiving, would you tell me? I want
2: sock-crazy socks. My socks is fun. It's coverboard gray socks, and or always let me be me. I want
3: crazy socks in my entire life, which is true, right? We used to drive around looking for those socks, right? <laughs> so, and you didn't just have. Say, we should sell socks. You had the name. You just, had drawings of a website. Right? Awesome. I suggested some names like Mark serious socks.
4: Mm.
3: Say to that. No. You got to talk. <laughs> it's a podcast. I know we can see Mary here, but it's a podcast.
2: I don't want to say it.
3: Oh, you don't want to say it? You rejected that out of hand, didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> so we decided to go the lean startup route. Okay. Uh, don't bother with the research and the analysis and the full business plan. <laughs> it's just get something up and running, and we'll find out. Okay. We'll find out, right? So we built a website. We got a little bit of inventory. Um, the only marketing we did <clears throat> was to set up a Facebook page mm-hmm. and we made some videos. And who was in the videos? I am. You were, right?
0: Are you the what star you of the videos, John?
3: Yes. I, yeah, yeah. I, I talked about socks. <laughs> right. And we noticed something. John talking about his the socks and opening a store.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Those videos started getting passed around. Wow. And then we opened what day? So Friday, December 9, 2016. Just before Christmas. And we had no idea what to expect. Okay. And we had read, you know, we built our store in a good Canadian company on the Shopify platform. Um, <laughs> we, had, we had no idea what to expect. And we had read about people waiting two months to get a single order. But we were very fortunate. Those videos he had been making, we mm-hmm. got 42 orders the first day. Awesome. And almost all of them were local.
4: Mm-hmm. So
3: we lived outside of New York City on Long Island mm-hmm. in a town called Huntington. And it made sense they were local, right? He was at the local high school. That's where we lived. We were in temporary office space in Huntington Village. And what did we decide to do with those first orders? Uh, home deliveries. Home deliveries, right? Awesome. so we got red boxes we put the socks in the boxes and we looked at it and said this needs something else so what else did we put in it A candy as you can know. candy and thank you notes john wrote handwritten thank you notes wow and we went across the street to the supermarket and got bags of hershey's kisses poured the hershey's kisses in loaded up the car and drove around with john knocking on doors
4: <laughs> i that love was- it
2: <laughs> Customers, loved it. Customers loved it, right? What they do? Um, and they put it on for the media, and work
3: are getting spread. We're began to spread. Like, we had people reordering just so John would come back to their door. Um, <laughs> and people, you know, whole families were waiting for him to show up so they could take pictures. Wow.
0: Um
3: it was good. Um, there it's was better some funny than good.
0: It's awesome.
3: Because. There were times it's 10 o'clock at night and he's knocking on doors and people are getting shotguns wondering who's at their door. There's <laughs> <laughs> John with his socks. Um, so we learned a few things. Mm-hmm. You know, In that month, we shipped 452 orders. Wonderful. So we learned people want to buy socks.
2: I buy socks to me and to me.
3: They wanted to buy socks from John. They liked the fact that we had already pledged Five percent of our earnings to the Special Olympics. They like the personal touch, and and something that caught us by surprise, that we're still kind of getting our minds around, is we started getting emails with people saying John was an inspiration to them. Wow! And to us, it's just just John. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, so that's how we got started, and that's you know. That gave us the confidence to say we could go and do something.
0: That's amazing. And what is your mission, John, at John's Crazy Socks?
3: Um,
2: our mission is spread happiness.
0: And I love that, spreading happiness and crazy socks.
4: It's awesome. It's just,
3: it drives through everything we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know and the special component here is to uh, show what people with different abilities can do.
0: Yes, it's um, fantastic. That,
3: you know, we we talk about our four pillars, mm-hmm. right? It's inspiration and hope.
2: Give it back, God. You can love.
3: You know, so the making it personal to this day, every package gets a thank you note and candy. <laughs>
4: That's awesome. Um,
3: of course, and 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 then we do other things like um, the people that pick and pack your order, mm-hmm. they put stickers with their names and pictures on the order slip so that you know there are actual people here doing this work.
0: Oh, I love um, it.
3: And, and a vast majority of them have a different ability, so they're really proud of what they do. Um, but we learn things along the way. You know, mm-hmm. We love putting the Hershey's Kisses in mm-hmm. until we got the email from the woman in Florida saying, uh, you may want to rethink sending chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we put in now? Skittles. Skittles. Right? Okay. Um the socks you could love. How many different socks do we have? Um, two thousand three hundred. Twenty three hundred uh, different yeah. pairs of socks. A sock of the monk club. Yeah. Right? The gift out baskets boxes. We now yeah. have uh, what's our new item? Card.
2: Greeting cards.
3: Greeting cards. And who designed? I did. You did. And other people with different abilities. Um, you know, and, and and that's the kind of the business side of things. Mm-hmm. But we're competing with Amazon mm-hmm. and Target and Walmart and all the rest. But we have to be just as good. Yep. So we do same-day shipping. We do better shipping than Amazon. You know, Fantastic. You it, it's going out today. And that's part of the mission. We can never say, well, you have to understand, look who we hire. It's the opposite. Yeah, We can achieve excellence because of whom we hire. Right? But the other part is is the social side of the mission. So giving back is baked into everything we do. Mm-hmm. Um, the 5% of our earnings go to the Special Olympics. And then we've created a series of products that raise money for charity partners. So before... Uh, Uh, we went on the air, you asked about the 321 socks. Those are our Down syndrome awareness socks. Yes. So we'll tell you about those, right? It's January of 2017, but we're just getting started. Mm -hmm. And we are learning firsthand that people don't buy things in January because they spent all their money at Christmas. Right. So we're not selling much, and we're looking to sell. That's when we discovered that people wear Crazy socks to celebrate World Down Syndrome Day. Yeah. You you would have thought we knew that ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> we're not that smart. So we go out looking for a pair of Down Syndrome socks that we could sell because at that point we were just reselling other people's socks. Mm-hmm. We couldn't find them. It didn't exist. Would you tell me? Uh, you came and said, Dad, we should make one, right? I did. I want to make one. And I who see. designed those? Dots?
2: I did. John did. Awesome. Right? Why three hard 21? Because it's more It's more down than Right?
3: Because three chromosomes, three twenty-first chromosomes, is what creates Down syndrome, right? Yes, Dad. Um, and those raise money for a local group, ACDS, um, and for the National Down Syndrome Society. Fantastic. So so that kinda embodies a lot of what we do. It's John's entrepreneurism of we can go solve this and it's in keeping with our mission and our approach. There was a day and age where if you were born with Down syndrome, people would hide you. It Mm -hmm. was an embarrassment. We've flipped that. So John, you have Down syndrome, right? I do. But you're the face of the business. Yes. Right? And people wear those Down Syndrome awareness socks to with pride yeah. to say, I have Down Syndrome. Or my daughter or son or my brother or my sister or my cousin or my classmate. Let's put that right out front. And it's wonderful. So we have a whole series of products like that. We sponsor an Autism Can Do scholarship wow. because we had – Someone come to us and say, "I thought you only hire people with Down syndrome, but in fact, most of our employees have autism." Yeah. Um, so it's an autism can-do scholarship. We donate gift boxes and gift bags, but that's we, that's become a bit, you know, for auctions and charities. That's become a bit of a um, of a challenge because we receive up to a thousand requests a month, and, and we can't fill 1,000 requests a month. Um, that
0: is fantastic. Wow.
3: Uh, because we have found the more we can do, the more we can do for others, the better off we are.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Right? And then there's the inspiration and hope, and, and that's what's most important. So we hire people with different abilities, but it's not enough to just do that. We want to show the world what our colleagues can do.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So we turn our processes into content. and We make videos all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say no broccoli. <laughs> Nothing your mother is going to say, you should eat this. This is good for you. It's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to show people how they are. Yeah. Uh, we, host, we host school tours. Um, so we'll have four to six tours a week come through here. Um, we host... Six work groups a week from different high schools and social service agencies. John and I taking on speaking engagements. That's how we met you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're part of the State Department Speakers Bureau. So we've been across Canada, um, the US, Mexico. And in Canada, we've been to Ottawa, Vancouver, Calgary, mm-hmm. Edmonton, and Saskatoon.
4: Wow
3: which is great fun, right? Um, and we do advocacy work here. We've been to Capitol Hill in the States uh, several times, yeah. um, many times. In fact, we've been fortunate enough to testify twice before Congress. We've spoken at the United Nations. Wow. Because um, we – it's an obligation, right? Mm-hmm. We've been very fortunate with this business, and we've gotten a lot of attention. Yes, that creates an obligation on our part mm-hmm. to make sure, if we're given that opportunity, that we take advantage of it.
4: Yes. Um, mm-hmm.
3: You know, If people are more willing to listen to us, to listen to John, then we've got to speak up.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I, I, I'll give you an example of this. We were down on Capitol Hill one day, and we got a call in the office up here in New York from a customer in Houston. Mm -hmm. who says you know i see they're on capitol hill my mother works there and she's a big fan would it be possible for my mother to meet john sure give us your mom's information Who's mom nancy pelosi (gasps) oh wow sure we're gonna go meet and we go in, remember? We right. go we in, never. and John had become sock buddies, if you will, with former President Bush, George H.W. Bush. I did all the So Nancy Pelosi comes out with pictures of socks she gave to the former president. And this is all very nice. But we're also bulldogs. <laughs> and so like, this is nice, but we're here to talk about, in that case, the... Um, Eliminating the sub minimum wage, which is a piece of legislation mm-hmm. that allows US employers to pay people with a disability less than full wage. Mm-hmm. And we also spoke about the barriers that our colleagues face, mm-hmm. where if they work too many hours, they lose their benefits. And We need to break that. Because um, if we have this opportunity to go speak to Nancy Pelosi, it yep. can't just be photo op. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. If we get that, it's an obligation on our part. And, you know, we're so fortunate to be able to do that. Right? right you go charm people, don't you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so how many employees do you have?
3: Well, it varies from, from time to time because mm-hmm. we're very seasonal. But right now we have 23 employees
4: mm-hmm.
3: and 19 of whom have a different ability. Wow. Uh, the aisle of misfit toys we take everybody um, so i i want to be clear about it mm-hmm. uh, We're not a charity we don't give jobs away right everybody who works here has earned that job and everybody contributes mm-hmm. everybody to fulfill our mission and that's part of the value is because they know that and it, and it and it gives them a dignity and a place and a, and a standing. Right. right, it's not make work job. It, it's real work.
0: And I know when you're at the DSRF, you talked about uh, one of the jobs there, uh, sock wrangler. Can you explain a little bit about what that is? I thought that was kind of cool.
3: Sure. So, um, you know, much of what we do is we run a pick and pack warehouse. Mm-hmm. If you're going to sell stuff online, you need a pick and pack warehouse because you got to pick the orders. Pack them up, send them out. Uh, the largest provider of that is Amazon. Well, we happen to call our pickers sock wranglers, mm-hmm. and our packers are happiness packers. Um, the sock wrangler is the entry-level job. Uh, the starting pay is $13 an hour, and we're looking to raise that. Um, it's a very complicated process.
0: So, and Pack- I'm, I do recall, sorry, um, when, you, when you're when you at the DSRF, 'Cause you actually pay I mean, obviously minimum wage is varied like here, province to province and I'm sure state to state. But I, I recall you saying that you actually pay more than the minimum wage.
3: We is paid that, a dollar for the minimum and wage. And I
0: think that's awesome to hear.
3: Um and we're looking to to raise that. It's wow. uh, um like I say, it's not a make work job.
0: And uh, I and I also remember you saying you pay them more because they deserve to be paid. More. And I, yeah. And I thought that's wonderful.
3: I mean, here's here's some of the message we share with other employers. Um, so for those positions, we basically pull from three labor pools,
4: mm-hmm.
3: people with different abilities, moms, mm-hmm. or a few dads in there, but moms who want to put their kid on the bus in the morning and then pick the kid up at the bus in the afternoon and because we'll hire part time they all buy for work here. And then day laborers, people that are just looking for a job at $13 an hour. By far, the best labor pool for us are the people with different abilities. They want to be here. They're excited. They show up early. They're willing to work late. They care about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Right? And and here's another part of it. Right? You would think the benefits of hiring people with different abilities accrue mainly to the people with different abilities. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Everybody's better off. Morale is up. Productivity is up. Retention is through the roof. And it helps us recruit people. Yeah. Right. It's, and we're not alone in that. Right. Uh, last week we were uh, had a conference call with some folks in Dublin, Ireland, who run a program at Trinity College mm-hmm. and with some folks from EY. E, EY used to be called Ernst and Young and they've clarified their name by changing it to EY. Mm-hmm. Smart people than me. Um, but they were talking about a program at Trinity College and one of the graduates is now at EY. And the woman from EY was talking about how this one person has lifted the morale of the office and they can trace, that their retention rate has improved because of adding one person with a different ability.
0: That's fantastic. It's kind of like a no-brainer, really.
3: It is, particularly when in many parts of the U.S. and in Canada, there's a growing labor shortage. Mm -hmm. You hear frequently employers say, I can't find enough good workers. At the same time, depending on who, which count you look at, 70 to 80% of people with a disability are unemployed. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> look at the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the employers who move first that will have an economic advantage. It's not just altruism. Right? Yeah. Uh, here's an example, uh, Microsoft. They compete fiercely for programmers. Mm-hmm. Well, they're looking and saying, you know, there are a lot of people on the autism spectrum who could be great programmers. Why aren't we hiring them? Well, that's obvious because they can't get past the interview. You know, Mm -hmm. if a standard interview procedure is look the interviewer in the eye, it's not going to work with many people on the autism spectrum. Mm -hmm. So what does Microsoft do? They figure this out and they change their hiring process and they change some of their work environment. Oh. You need a quiet space? We'll get you a quiet space. So now they're hiring dozens and dozens of people on the autism spectrum. It may get them into heaven earlier, but it may, here on earth, it gives them a competitive advantage over other companies that aren't doing that. Yeah. That's the point.
0: Wow. I didn't know that about Microsoft, so that's that's really interesting. So when... You two started back in late 2016. So you haven't even been around that long, just over
3: three. What do you like to say, right? We're just getting started? Yes, (laughs) guys.
0: Yes, So so you started in late 2016. And so where are you now, just over three years later?
3: Well, we've grown a lot, and we've had a lot of our ups and downs. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the things that we've just done is strike a deal with a third-generation sock company um, that we'll be able to work with um, to help us grow. Yeah. They'll be able to produce socks for us. They know things we don't know, mm-hmm. um, and you know they have bought into our mission. So we're completely aligned on the mission, um, and that's going to be important for us because it will let us grow. And, and growth for us means reaching more people, hiring more people, getting the word out to show what we can do. And we're like evangelists, right? We just go anywhere we can. So the speaking engagements are really important to us. We, you know, we'll go to Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been before 3,000 people at Microsoft. I think it was 4,000 people at EY. But tomorrow we'll be at Riverhead High School. Um, you know, here on Long Island, speaking to a couple of high school classes, you know, um, because we want we want to let more people know. Yeah, here's what happen. and and Johnny Boy here, I'm a little biased because I'm his dad. But, <laughs> you know, I, but I'm learning learning more from him. When he stands up in front of an audience and talks about his business and the things he does, People walk away with a different understanding. Yes. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's because John himself is that special. I Meaning, yeah, he's my son, so I think he's special. Mm-hmm. I think it's because he's had this opportunity.
2: This is my dream. This my dream. This is my dream. What I want. What I want to be.
3: It is. And what do you always say about Down syndrome?
2: I have done that room. Down that room never never me back. Mm-hmm. Did it, did my tree come through? Did <laughs> it, I, I want it to be.
3: <laughs> hey, you work hard, don't you?
2: I did. I'm uh, Yes. i process. What do you want to apologize
3: for? I know what he's No, I'm sleeping. Oh, I know. You're a little tired. That's good. <laughs> no. No, 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 no.
2: It's not that I, 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 I was bobbing.
3: Yeah, it's okay, buddy.
2: You don't have to worry I, I, I about
3: it. So I can <laughs> tell you, I, I'll give you an anecdote about John. Last summer, yeah, we were doing a uh, an event with the Special Olympics in New York City. Because
0: John's a part yeah. of the Special Olympics, right?
3: Right. I am. I Olympic athlete. Awesome. And, uh, so this was the Young Professionals Mixer. And we got home about two thirty in the
2: morning. Yeah, do you
3: feel that story I do. It's a good story, but I love everything. <laughs> we got <laughs> home about two thirty in the morning, and John is completely wiped out, as oh, most God. humans would be. Yeah. I'm like, but, why don't you take tomorrow off? Just sleep in, take the day off. You've earned this. He says, "Oh, okay." So I get up, I go to the office. He sleeps in, and about eleven o'clock that morning, he comes walking in the office. So what are you doing? I took an Uber to work. I got things to do, and, you know, and, and at that point he's twenty-three, and I'm thinking, how many twenty-three-year-olds given <laughs> a day off or say, no, I got work to do?
0: I you love know? it. You got a good work ethic, John.
3: Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> no, and do you want to do you want to share with Mary the nickname you gave yourself for the Special Olympics? Yes, big sexy. Big sexy. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, he's very shy in mind. Oh, yes. I can totally see yeah.
2: it. It's just like a missed
0: game. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, do you design any of the socks?
2: Uh, yes. Uh, I design a sock. And uh, uh, I'm o- um, earlier today, I, I design a sock. I, I-, I wore a uh, 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 firefighters and uh, a police.
3: That's awesome. It was he was working on designing socks today. hmm You designed yeah. the uh, the the down syndrome awareness sock. you designed the down syndrome superhero socks, the fireworks socks, I right? You are a regular renaissance man. Yes, I am. You can, I
2: really don't
3: design. You can design, you write songs, you dance. You
2: dance
3: all the time, don't That's you? It's my dream. <laughs> you got a lot of dreams, don't you? It's my dream
2: I I want to be I, I
3: I'm gonna dance camp.
0: <laughs> 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 and John, what are what socks are your best sellers?
2: My best seller right now is it Down just awareness. Mhm. Now what of my sock design mm-hmm. it is popular now. Um uh, I'm gonna tell you uh other um A um, uh,
3: different manufacturing, med- med- right, Dad? Yeah, but our ma- our most popular socks are the Down Syndrome Awareness, the Autism Awareness socks, the Down Syndrome Superhero socks, the Polar Plum socks. Those are the best socks. I have it. And after that, if you look at the distribution of our socks mm-hmm. sales, it's a long trail. There's not a big difference between our hundredth best selling sock and our thousand best selling sock. Okay. Because it's a personal choice. You mm-hmm. know, and that's why people like giving it as gifts, because you know, if you're a dog lover, I, I can get you a dog sock. But not only can I get you a dog sock, but if you got a German shepherd, I can get you a German shepherd well, sock. I, uh, I, I, or a I, corgi I, sock. I, I if you are
2: with a, a dog sock uh something like that. Um um uh, on the on the on the form uh, you can uh, you can with order give up thing. I do um I i do and my colleagues will mm-hmm. uh, will uh, give up like, I give up a, a bag and boxes and, and I'm making, uh, I am making a put of sock
3: in it. Right. Nice right. About once, you know, the uh, Donald Trump socks are very popular. Yeah, uh, we don't take any political stance here, we sell all presidents, and you would maybe not be surprised. We get nasty notes because we sell Obama socks, we get uh, nasty notes yeah. because we sell Trump socks. Oh, oh all oh, we're oh. trying to do is spread some happiness. I'm you know?
2: I, I, I really afraid, one, one customer. Oh, this sock. I sock not was a Hamilton
3: sock Oh well that was different that was early on right and it was kind of funny I really so when was. we started we were in this old house mm-hmm. that had been converted to an office it was built in 1741 and <laughs> they yeah. say they don't build them like they used to. Be grateful. The <laughs> floors were undulating. The walls were tilted. Stairway, I would bang my head every time because it was so low. Okay. Oh, and our warehouse was this upstairs room. We had wire racks in it. That's all we had. We had things laid out in wire racks. So we get an email from a customer who's very upset, saying, you know, I ordered Hamilton socks, as in Alexander Hamilton. And you sent me jefferson socks and everybody knows that jefferson and hamilton were mortal enemies how could you send me a jefferson sock and i'm thinking oh boy we got to teach everybody american history now
0: <laughs> ron is just killing himself over here Oh, that's awesome so like when you first started and you're in this little old house like did you ever imagine in such a short period of time that you would be where you are now like what was kind of your vision i guess
3: um after we tested it we thought we could grow the business Mm
4: -hmm.
3: no one in their right mind would have expected it to grow as quickly as it did if i had suggested that People would have laughed and said, you're delusional. They still think we're a little delusional. That's okay. Um, <laughs> we did not expect it to grow as fast as it did. Mm-hmm. And surely we didn't expect John to become sock buddies with a former president or to be meeting with Nancy Pelosi or uh, Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader in the House, or be at the UN. Um, these have been phenomenal. Yes. at the same time they are a natural outgrowth of things that happen now Uh, does that make sense yes
0: Uh, and it's truly an amazing story yeah
3: so fortunate and yet we keep finding opportunities because we keep the more we do for others the more things get picked up or noticed um and we're just having fun. It's.
2: Uh, I just do to say a story about um, Tom and Andrew and the one at high school.
3: Yeah. John, you know, there are a lot of ways we can measure where we're at, right? Okay. We have over 20,000 online reviews, and over 90% of those are five-star reviews.
4: Fantastic. We've
3: reached over $300,000 for our, our charity partners. We've we've shipped just about a million pairs of socks. Wow. Um but here are the things, right? And you you know this because you worked in this field around people with different abilities. We get to see minor miracles every day. Right? And you he wants me to tell you and share some. It's it's Thomas who works with us. And, his mom started calling a little over two years ago saying, you've got to hire my son. We weren't hiring at the, at the time, and I told her that, and she called every day. <laughs> I said, okay, well, tell me about Thomas. She says, well, he's in his early 20s, he's on the autism spectrum, he's fairly nonverbal, very antisocial, um, and he's in a bad way. He's been depressed, we can't get him to come out of his room. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to shower or shave. Hasn't spoken to his father in over six months. We can't get him to do anything. Wow. Oh, sounds like a great employee. <laughs> <laughs> and when we had an opening, said, bring him on out. Now, he had to pass the sock wrangler test. Mm-hmm. And he passed that as if he was put on this earth to be a sock wrangler. Oh, okay. what did it call? Today, when he has a work day, it's 6.30 in the morning. He is showered and shaved and waiting for his father to drive him to work. And Thomas, who wouldn't talk to anybody, comes in and goes around and greets everybody and says good morning. We did nothing.
0: No, you you did a lot. You, you gave him, gave him an, opportunity.
3: an opportunity. And that's it, right? Um, here's another. I know you like this one, uh, John. John. Uh, So we give these school tours, and the day after a tour from a particular high school, we get a call from a teacher saying that a student had shown up that day, and she said, this is a tough case. We have trouble reaching him. He's been very distant uh, and and disagreeable. He came in the next day and printed, printed out a picture of him and John from the tour and walked up to the teacher and said, you see, I can do anything. It's like, oh, Jesus, you know, look at this. And we're just a couple of knuckleheads from Long Island selling socks. (laughs) But these opportunities, um, and and this one, boy, my wife was with us when we spoke last week at an event, and she said, every time you tell this story, you start to cry. I'm like, how could you not? Uh, (laughs) Um. A woman came up to us last September at a buddy at the buddy walk in um, New York City for the National Down Syndrome Society.
2: Uh, it was uh, a buddy walk uh, uh, in uh, New York City. Mm-hmm. I had uh, a really big billboard. Oh, and right. It was actually beforehand. They uh, beforehand, uh, video, of uh, 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 people, uh, people with.
3: Down the room, I can see their faces. Yeah. I am, I am alone. Um, right. I am, they rent a uh, before the buddy walk. They rent right. one of the billboards in Times Square. Yeah. And run a slideshow video for yeah. an hour. Yes. Uh, of people down to downtown. So we're standing there, and this woman comes up, and just hugs me and starts crying. Okay, what's up? <laughs> and uh, she she explains that she was from Curacao. And then I'm how it is like the old days. If you have a disability, you're shunned. Mm-hmm. It's a family embarrassment. We hide you. There aren't many services. And her daughter had gotten pregnant and was diagnosed, had taken a test. You're going to have, this child's going to have Down syndrome. And the reaction, the collective reaction was kind of matter of fact of, okay, when are you going to schedule the abortion? Um, that's what her OB told her. That was just expected.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And then they saw a story on the evening news about John and our business. She introduced me to her one-year-old grandson who has Down syndrome. And talks about the programs they now have in place for people with disabilities and understand. With just these knucklehead sewing the socks, which is sell socks. But it's simply because when you see what's possible, mm-hmm. you can change the world. You can. It's It's uh, years ago, I uh, took my two older boys uh, when they were much younger on this cross country trip, and we stopped in Memphis at. Uh, there's a civil rights museum next to the Lorraine Motel where uh, Dr. King was assassinated.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And they have a mock-up of the bus that Rosa Parks rode in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had them sit in her seat so they would know any one of us can change the world. And that's what John is doing. It's we're incredibly fortunate. We've hit the right thing at the right time. But the things we get to see so mm-hmm. awesome. So I could tell you about, you know, the number of socks and the revenue and the thank yous and stuff. But it's that personal thing which, yeah. Uh, right, buddy. Yeah. Pretty cool. Huh?
0: It is pretty cool. That's amazing. I love that story. And John, you are, you're changing people's perceptions and, you know, one pair of socks at a time, but you're changing the world. I think it's so awesome what you guys are doing. And, and I love that you hire people with different abilities and that the majority of your workforce are people with different abilities, who, like that mom whose son wouldn't come out of his room or wouldn't talk to his dad. I mean that's life changing. That's incredible. It's,
3: and I do we do need to temper this. You know we, I hear all the time about how inspirational John is. Mm-hmm. He is still the same kid who sits next to me in the car and texts me, "Dad, are you party?" So so let's we we don't want to go too far here. <laughs> Um,
0: I just, one of the things I was thinking about when you said you, you were in that old, old house in the beginning. So where are you guys now with your, like, business? We moved
3: into a warehouse, a 6,400-square-foot warehouse. Uh, still on Long Island, still mm-hmm. in the town, you know. Um, but it lets us handle, we're very seasonal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the holiday season, we've had as many as 70 employees. Wow. Um, it's like Santa's workshop. And in the summer, nobody buys socks in the summer. We got to change that. But (laughs) very slow. Um, And we're we're doing things, and hopefully with the new folks we're working with, we can do some things to change that. Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're looking for ways to reach more people and to employ more people. Mm -hmm. We're toying with something. Could we go into? Could we work with retailers? Mm-hmm. Um, to get them to let us set kiosk up in their stores that would be staffed perhaps by families with people with different abilities mm-hmm. to let us create different jobs. You know, and this is this is an outgrowth of uh we participated in an entrepreneurial conference at the UN wow. and met somebody in Brazil who was you know, creating these franchises that didn't require investment, selling nuts. Um, well, we're looking for ways. How could we spread this? How could we connect with others? Um, we uh, we talk to as many as we can respond, so we can't get to everybody.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, families that call and they want advice and guidance. And and so we've heard from some that have started businesses. And that's, that's really exciting to be able to plant some seeds and, and, and see where they grow. It
0: it is. I think your story is, it's just so incredibly inspiring and I absolutely love it. And I know when I told several people that you guys were coming on, they were really excited too. And, and I know as parents, we really have to think about our kids' futures. And my, my daughter Ainsley, she's only seven, but I'm already, you know, thinking about the future, but, what advice or tips do you have for other parents or families who want to create or provide meaningful work for their child with Down syndrome?
3: Well, one thing, and and first we're not experts. (laughs) I can share experiences. I can't issue proclamations from on high. Um, I, I, I think our jobs as parents for all of our kids is to promote their independence. Mm -hmm. We want to instill values in them and promote their independence. That seems to run counter to what a lot of parents do today, where they're sheltering their kids. And I think it's particularly hard for parents with a child with a disability Mm -hmm. because they can be fragile and we need to protect them. But at the same time, in doing that, we may be undermining them. It's hard but you gotta let your kids go fail. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta let them go and do things. Um, and, and then the other is you have to keep advocating and fighting. It is that mom who called every day. Yeah. Um, and, and to a degree, figure out there's a broad spectrum of opportunities, and you're probably gonna have to push and advocate to get your own. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and families have to ask: Am I looking for my child just to have some meaningful activity? Do I want my child to have some meaningful activity and some pay? Do I want my child to be able to live independently, um, and therefore earn enough money to to live independently? How involved can I do or do I want to be mm-hmm. in, in in a business with my child? And you know, and that can range from, you know, we do something on weekends, you know, we John has become friends with Blake Pyron down in Texas, whose family, you know, Blake has Blake Snow Shack and they got a truck and they drive around. It's not their full time business, but it's something they do on weekends or mm-hmm. special events. Um or you could go and get a business to support you Mm -hmm. or you could try to do what we've done and create an enterprise that's going to hire other people. And, and it all, you know, that's a pretty broad spectrum. Yes. And you have to figure out what's realistic and what you want and what you can do. You know, um, when our eldest was reaching school age, we were living in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, uh, Greenpoint is now like ground zero for hipsters. So maybe <laughs> we were early hipsters, and we just didn't know it. Um, <laughs> but he, he was reaching school age, and the local public schools were were pretty bad. And we're trying to figure out what do we do. Mm-hmm. You know, do we go there and advocate? Do we send him to a private school, a Catholic school? Uh, and, and one of the options looked at was homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Um, we had known friends who had done that and, and we assessed and we looked at it and he didn't fully understand this because he's like four. And I sat him down and I said, Listen, son, we love you, but we don't love you enough to homeschool you. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> and, you know, that's just the limits. Do you homeschool me? Well, <laughs> but then we also learned that's a false dichotomy, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're always we're always homeschooling. Yeah, all of our. not just our kids with disabilities. We're always educating them, um, so that's part of figuring out, you know, how much can we do, how much can we educate as mm-hmm. to what a child can do. And you know, we get people calling us up saying, "I want to do what you did. Um, <laughs> t- give me a good idea of a business to start." I'm like, well, if we had a good idea. We do it ourselves, but you <laughs> know, and. We've been very fortunate, and there's been millions of dollars in revenue. There's no way we could tell somebody, well, you'll get the same thing. Um, You know, we were not sitting there in December of 2016 and saying, well, soon enough, we will have shipped our million pair. We were very happy when we got 40 orders in a month. Um, That's right.
0: So when you first started, did you – like, what, what was your background? Did you have any background in in starting a business or doing business? Or
3: I've been entrepreneurial all my life. I had started some other businesses and run other businesses. Um, and you can be entrepreneurial within organizations, and I've done that. Um, but I had no retail experience, and I had no, you know, I, I was not in the hosiery game. <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I was not perfectly ready, but you don't have to be. Right. Um, and you can't be. You know, if you wait for the perfect moment, it's never going to come.
0: Exactly. And,
3: you know, I'd say I had a, uh, a checkered past I, I spent most of my career in the healthcare field. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran the Medicaid health program in New York City back in the late 80s. Uh, I'm old, so I got experience. So um, I ran healthcare consulting and management companies uh, that provided management and technology services, and ran HMOs. Um, you know, I taught school for a couple years. I taught in graduate school. I, um, I've written reams of very bad fiction. Um <laughs> organized political campaigns Um, but you know to a degree so I'm 61 years old and I have spent my entire life preparing for this interview for this moment and you can learn it every step of the way right When, uh, when I was a kid First thing I did after graduating high school was hitchhike out to Colorado. Mm -hmm. And I wound up hitchhiking cross-country three times and and around Europe. When you would do that, a car or truck would pull over, and you'd go scurrying up to hop in. And now you're looking at the driver, and you've got to size up that driver. (laughs) How are you going to get along? And you're the entertainment. And that ride could last 10 minutes or 10 hours. Yeah. So when I was doing that, I was not saying, well, this will be a good learning experience. But if you do that a few hundred times, you learn a few things.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And, you know, that's, uh, that's pretty valuable. And we all have those opportunities to learn. And don't. I'm a big believer in school. I'm not putting that down. I spent much of my twenties in graduate school. I was in a doctoral program for literature. I got a master's of public policy. Um, but there's we're learning all the time if you're paying attention.
4: Yeah,
0: that's uh, that's fantastic. Now,
3: you know, and I can add to that, not knowing, you know, for example, the sock business. Yeah been both a plus and a minus mm-hmm. the minus is I've had to learn things that people have known and the minus is that's one of the reasons we've got working with the new organization now because they've been doing this for 60 years and they know but the plus is we didn't have to unlearn anything either right. we got to make new approaches you know I don't it's sexy in the tech world to call yourself a disruptor <laughs> I don't know if disruptors, but I know from the reaction we've had from some people in the industry that we're disrupting things in the way we order and the way that we order things. I so mean we had one we had one supplier who got in a tiff with us over something minor. <laughs> um, but at one point she says, Well you're so lucky that John has Down syndrome. I was like, huh? Well, you get to do things that none of us could do because John has Down syndrome. Like, what? Really? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and it was an interesting view of the world. <laughs> it was. I'm not one who gets upset, so it's. Uh,
2: why it's did kind of you crazy. do
3: that? Why did I do
2: that? Oh. Why I did she say that? No, 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 no. Uh, why do you not be upset? Why didn't no hurt
3: you? Well, I made clear what was happening, but you know what, John? The best response is how we live. The best response is how you show people. Here, I'll give you. I'll tell you something. I could walk around on my own, talking about all the things you do. But you know what's better than me doing that? You standing up and showing what you do. I know. I I like. Oh, why do you
2: not? Uh, not like you know. Like, why?
3: Oh, I, I, I would. you I, want me to do a yell at her? No. <laughs> no. I'll,
2: no. Yeah. I, I I I I just said. Um. Like. I I, I just said like. I feel bad and.
3: why? You know why? Oh. Oh. Why did they go? You know why I should, it, I didn't like it, but that woman can't make me feel bad.
2: Now, I'm not talking about the woman, I'm talking about, why, uh, I wasn't talking about woman. I'm talking about you, I uh, want to let go, I, I, it's really bother you.
3: No, I mentioned that as a story, about what we encounter sometimes in the world, but it doesn't bother me. I don't stay up at night worrying about it. <laughs> I worry about other things. I worry about the met open uh, I, I, I just I, I just should think about that. I should. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna talk about a couple of things after this podcast. We're gonna talk about that and we're gonna talk about why I failed to send you the invite for this meeting. <laughs> Me in my place aren't you
2: yes <laughs> i didn't know about
3: i know i know but now you do
0: well i know that you guys are all over social media so where can people find you and see some of john's crazy videos your dance um,
2: videos um, at johncrazysocks.com
3: well the easiest thing go to our website johnscrazysocks.com but okay. uh we do have a youtube channel with several hundred videos awesome uh, many of them are john's dance videos okay uh, we are on and we're very active on facebook youtube and instagram uh we have a twitter feed okay and we have an instagram page so we don't do much there okay um but it's mainly facebook and instagram and then we port things over to youtube mm-hmm. uh, we have everything there from your dance shows dan- dancing videos to Cooking shows, you and uh, I, I, Riley cooking up happiness. Right,
2: and um, and uh, I, you can find me um singing in chorus in, in my school. Okay. And you know i Find me These um. special um, Olympic I, videos. I, 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 Olympics, I, I did find me singing in chorus right. in my school, and I had a, a speech I
3: gave to Valedictorian. Valedictorian, right?
0: awesome
3: uh, yes you are not trying to become so people can connect to us um people post videos at our facebook page john okay. sends thank you videos to them um it's good stuff right right
0: oh that's fantastic so on instagram facebook youtube is can people just search and we'll put links but john's people can just search socks. john's crazy socks yes okay that is fantastic i i I've really loved chatting with both of you today. This has been awesome. Ron has been cracking up over here the whole time. You guys are quite funny. And, you know, I just really want to thank you both for coming on and sharing your amazing and such an inspiring story, the two of you. And I know that after I heard you both speak last last year, I left feeling so very inspired and, and motivated. So thank you so much for that and for everything that you do. And also thank you for your time today and coming on and and sharing your amazing story.
3: Thank you so much. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you.
1: You know, we've talked about some really inspirational people on this show and and I got to admit, these guys had me in stitches laughing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And in more than one place, there was a tear. Mm -hmm. And what a wonderful, wonderful way that these people are working to be kind.
0: Yes, I think it's fantastic what they have done. And they are so, both of them are so funny. And I felt really privileged that they were able to come on our show today. And uh, And I hope our listeners uh, get as much out of it as we did.
1: I, I have to admit, I, I have never, like in, in, the, in the show that we're doing, I have to admit that I haven't laughed that hard you may not have heard it, but I was killing myself laughing on this.
0: Oh, I could see you. Yes, it was it was quite funny. So yeah, it was fantastic, and they're they're so awesome, and what they're doing is is just incredible. So well, and,
1: the, and the people they're employing, mm-hmm. right? I, I like. There's just so much so much good going on with this story.
0: Totally, and you know, and I hope it can inspire others that you know they had a little dream, and they made it happen.
1: Yeah and i was you know thank you to them for talking to us
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it was awesome
1: so next week we are talking to
0: we're talking to my friend frank and uh, we're gonna talk to frank all about open heart surgery
1: okay so take us out of this one
0: thanks for listening to the t21 mom podcast and i would love to hear from you what things are important to you as you navigate this journey of special needs and Down syndrome? How are you doing things your way? Drop us a line at our email at info at t21mom.com and share your stories. Let us know what's going on in your life. If you have any ideas for episodes that you would like to hear, we would love to hear from you. Keep on loving on your rocking kiddos and we will see you next time. See you, Mary. See you, Ron.